This is Suburban Dope. everybody doing how was the week how was it man how like you know what's going on we're here again another week another packed week full of music and fun <laughs> i got it all here um let's see my week was cool uh you know i don't i don't i don't do much like i don't like <laughs> i should i should hang out and things like that but i don't like you know I just don't do I just don't do a lot. <laughs> I do this. This is my favorite time of the week is Sunday. So Sunday I record these and then you all get them on Monday and that's 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 what I look forward to the most. But um I will say this. I have officially submitted my show onto iTunes. So probably next week you all will be able to hear this on iTunes. So that's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about that. I know I kept saying I was going to do it. I was going to do it. And I finally did it, which means now the playlist will be on uh, Apple Music as well because, you know, iTunes. So everything's going to connect together like that. Um, before we get into it, though, uh, Black History Month fact, because, you know, it's Black History Month. Why not start off the episode with black history so black history month fact today um i looked this up it's a guy his name is bayard rustin and bayard rustin was a civil rights leader who was jailed repeatedly for his association with social disturbances and his open homosexuality which i did not know about um rustin was an activist and advisor to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And he was key in the organization of the famous March on Washington. So there's your little Black History Month fact for you. Bayard Rustin, look him up if you want to like, you know, know some more stuff. Uh, this week's going to be good because I'm not sick anymore. I was sick for like the last two weeks. My nose was all stuffy. Um, you know, I was coughing a little bit. Uh, Last week, I had to blow my nose, like, literally in the middle of the episode, so it feels good to be here. No, you know, no no stuffy nose, no no coughing, no nothing. We're here. Let's get it. So, spoilers this week. All right. So, there's a few this week. We'll start off with the cool stuff, I guess. So, Cloverfield Paradox, right on Netflix, 
Um, they, 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 you know, they premiered it. Uh, they showed the, uh, the commercial at the Super Bowl, and I guess they, they said it was gonna come up like sometime in, in, in February. They put it up like that night. So I watched it. Uh, last week I watched it, and it was, it was pretty fucking dope. I'm not gonna lie, it was cool. I got, I was getting alien vibes. I was getting that like close encounters vibes, you know, real, real. They they did a real good job with this sci-fi movie. Um, the ending was dope. It, you know, set up for something else, and the acting was cool. It wasn't it wasn't too much, and it really it kept me on the edge of my seat the entire time, just because it was so intense. Like what was going on in the story was very very good. Definitely check that out if you if you're an Alien fan, check it out period. If you're a Close Encounter fan, check it out as well. It was awesome. I thought it was good. I, I'm probably going to watch it again, and Netflix probably set it up nicely for another one, so there will be another one, because the way that shit ended with that big-ass monster coming out the sky, yeah, 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 there's going to be another one, for sure. Deadpool 2 trailer has officially released, and that shit is hilarious. <laughs> Oh my god, this trailer was so funny. I cannot wait for this movie. I can't wait for every single Marvel movie this year. Period. Like I can't wait for every single one. It's going to be great. The Deadpool trailer made me want to it made me want to watch it made me look forward to the movie even more. The action looked crazy. Domino looked dope. Um Cable looked dope. Everybody looked crazy. Obviously, they got a bigger budget this time, so the cast is a little bit more. It, you know, it was just, it, it was, uh, Deadpool 2 is gonna be awesome. Awesome. That's all I can say. Venom trailer came out as well this week, and that shit looks good. They didn't give away a lot, which I liked. Um, Tom Hardy. Looks like he's kind of going crazy a little bit, you know, because it's Venom. But they didn't show any. It was a teaser trailer, so that's probably why they didn't show too much. But I'm definitely intrigued. I hope it's rated R for sure. And it's going to be, yeah, Venom's going to be good. Marvel is killing it this whole year. They're killing it, period. They're killing it. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Let's get into uh, some more movies. Well, I'll give you a, I'll give you the show first. So, Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon is on Netflix. It is a sci-fi show, and it is good. I'm like five episodes in. I wasn't sure about it at first, but after the pilot, I was like, okay, I'm into this. So, it takes place in this like crazy world, and um. The guy, the white guy is played, well, it's, 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 back, it's, it's actually a Japanese guy that he's playing, but it's played by this white guy. So they're in this this world where the guy, he died, Um, the, uh, the Asian guy, he died, and he was dead for like 250 years, and they brought him back to life. Uh, they brought him back to life in a whole new body. So, he's, you know, the the white guy, like the main character is this white guy. He's in a whole new body, but he is this he is this Asian guy. But he's in a, a completely different person, basically altered carbon. You know what I mean? And they brought him and he brought he's brought back because he wants to. Uh, there's this guy who 
was killed. He was murdered, and this guy was a uh, was a detective, and he wants him to solve his case, and it just folds out from there. It's getting crazy. Like I said, I'm on episode five. It's getting crazy. The story is dope. Um, it's kind of slow, but it's really, really, really interesting, and the action is raw. So be sure to watch that shit. It was good. I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. All right, so this one's going to have, have, have some of you be like, what the fuck? And some of y'all are going to be like, oh, all right, that's what it is. And then some of y'all are going to be like, nah. So <laughs> that's just how it goes. All right, so Queer Eye. Yeah, that's I, 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 I said that. I said Queer Eye. That's a new, <laughs> it's a new Netflix series as well. And it's basically Fab Five. Um, you know, like the five, you know, the fab five they had with the gay guys helping out straight guys, uh, you know, basically become like, be it like be a person pretty much. Uh, so the way that this show is, what I like about it is this, this is what I like about it because I watched the whole thing cause I thought it was dope. First things first, if you are a straight man, yo man, I'm telling you, watch this show, watch this show because they're putting you on to a lot of different shit, like whether it be fashion wise, whether it be designing wise, you know, you want, you know, designing an apartment, designing your house, designing your room, whatever have you grooming, you know what I'm saying? Because most of you niggas don't take care of yourselves, you know, uh, you know how to, you know, how to how to take care of your beard, different things to use. Um, and then also the food, like they 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 hit you with every single aspect of life and then also culture you know how to you know how to get out there how to be how to be you it's what i like about it is the whole show is literally it's taking people i mean these dudes they they look the worst every single one of them looks crazy <laughs> they all need help for sure shit i know some of you niggas right now that need to be on some queer eye because y'all 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 need help you know <laughs> so they put them on here and they they stay with them for a week and they, you know, these guys basically make them understand that they're dope. You you are dope. You're a dope individual. You are a person. And what I like about it is it really gets to the, it really gets to uh, basically what it's showing is we're all the same. That's what the show is showing. That's the best part of the show is we're all the same. It doesn't matter what sexuality you are. It doesn't matter who you are. We're the same. And at the end of the day, all we all all of us all we want is to be loved we just want to be loved and accepted period and for these dudes to go in here and help these guys you know whether whether, whether it's a guy who um the perfect example uh the first not even the first episode i say the second episode is like this dude he's like real well established 36 years old crazy crazy beard and he's just he doesn't go out the house he doesn't do anything but he's like you know he has a business he has everything but he just doesn't know how to get out there he doesn't know how to do it it's very it's very cool how they make these guys realize who they are and honestly i think the concept of having gay people uh do this show it couldn't be any better because let's you know let's be real Gay people are are the most open people on this earth when you think about it. And that's and that's and that's real. So, you know, y'all can take that how you want, but 
What I'm saying is I'm comfortable with me. So I watched it. I didn't I didn't mind it at all. And they're putting you on to some shit. So if you were real one and you pay attention to what they really doing, you're going to be okay. That's what I'm saying. So watch that shit. Take care of yourself. Love yourself and know that you you can you are accepted, period. It doesn't matter who you are. And that's what I like about the show. All right. So more movies, more movies, of course. Uh, another Netflix movie. When we first met my man Adam Devine from Workaholics, he is uh it's his movie. I liked it a lot. It's super silly. He's silly. <coughs> He's super silly. I have a best friend, his name is John, and John is 100% Adam Devine, so when I was watching this, I was just like, damn, I missed a homie, you know what I mean, like, I liked it, what I liked about it the most is it, I didn't expect the story to go where it was gonna go, you know what I mean, so, it goes like this, he, uh, it's a simple concept, he, he met, he meets this girl, you know, at college, meets this girl, Likes her a lot, blah blah blah. The girl that he, uh, the girl that he met, um, is uh, Alexa Daddario. You know that white girl with them big old eyes. Yeah, you know, you know who I'm talking about if you see her. She was in Baywatch and, you know, things of that stuff. But yeah, the big old eyes. You, you know, you know, nigga. She got them. She got them. Fuck me eyes for sure, nigga. Them eyes. If they was looking up at me, if she was sucking my dick. That's it. I'm, 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 I'm giving her pink eye straight like that. It's going. I'm 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 shooting off right away. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. So he meets her at a you know at a party. They hang out, and uh, they 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 basically you know she basically puts him in the friend zone. And he's like, oh man, why are you in the friend zone? And then three years later, um, she's about to get married to like you know some some you know some great guy. Uh, the guy was Robbie Amell, who's uh. Stephen Amell's cousin, Stephen Amell, is dude that plays Arrow, Oliver Queen. So I, I, I like Robbie. Robbie's doing his thing on Netflix. This is his third Netflix movie now, so that's good for him. And um, so it's basically like a time travel movie. So he has like you know he works at this jazz this jazz spot, and at the jazz spot they have a photo booth, and he goes in the photo booth, and he you know puts his quarters in there, and he jumps back three years. And the whole movie is him trying to get this girl to, you know, be his, you know, get her to fall in love with him. And as he keeps going back in time, he keeps realizing how how lame this girl is. You know what I'm saying? And then he realizes who he actually was falling in love with. And it was the girl's best friend. Um, and that's how like the movie basically took like a whole turn, which I liked a lot, a lot. So. The whole, the whole, the whole, the concept to it was super dope. Basically, that whole, you know, you, you, you think you know somebody. You think you're in love with this person. You think, like, and and I think we've all been here before when you think you're just madly in love with this person. Like, you just, there is nobody else. This is the one. This is the one right here. Shit, I definitely thought, I definitely been in this situation more than once. Um, My ex from five years, I thought, I thought, I thought she was the one, and I was caught up on that for, like, another two years after we were broken up, and then something just hits you, I don't know what it is, something just hits you, you know, it's just, she, she's not the one 
she's not the one for you, you know, that's not, that's not the one for you, period, and, you know, four years later, this girl, she's married now, so clearly, <laughs> she was not the one, that's how that goes, um, it was, it was really good, I liked that, that concept is dope, and it gives you, it gives you, it gives you a sense of hope, that's what I liked, it gives you a sense of hope, like, you know what, maybe there is somebody out there for me, and if you, right now, hey, like I, hey, I've, I've, I've done this shit before, you are, you, you heard, you heard episode zero, I was, I was dealing with a girl who wanted nothing to do with me, but yet wanted to be with me, but then didn't want to be with me, like, like, you know, with all that shit, when you gotta, you gotta realize that these, you gotta stop wasting your time with these people, yo, stop wasting your time with these people, because, it's not, it's not, it's not worth it, they're not for you, that's not the one for you, and I really like the way that the movie did it, they did a great job with it, so, watch that, when we first met, I enjoyed it a lot, so, I keep saying so, <laughs> okay, three billboards near Ebbing, Louisiana, that was the movie I saw, I saw two movies this week, so we're getting the other one next, Three billboards uh, near Ebbing, Louisiana. It was super good. I was sleeping on this movie for a little bit, and it was still in the movie theaters. So I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. And lo and behold, really, really good. It was a solid cast, too. Um, excuse me. Sam Rockwell was in it. Woody Harrelson was in it. Uh, and the main character, Francis McDormand, she killed it, she killed it, like, she did a great job, the movie is dope, um, the movie goes like this, so, and I believe it was based on a true story as well, I don't know, but I, 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 I may, maybe not, I don't think so, Peter Dinklage was in it as well, you know, little, uh, you know, the, uh, I was about to say midget, short person, um, <laughs> who was in Game of Thrones, and he's also from Jersey, which I did not know, all right, so the story goes like this. This woman, her daughter was murdered, raped and murdered, and it was like a year has gone by, and nobody solved the case. They just threw away the case, and she's like, fuck that. I don't know why y'all throwing away this case. That's my daughter. You need to figure out who did this, you know? So there's three billboards outside of Ebbing, Louisiana, <laughs> and she put up three billboards, you know? paid for them, everything, put them up there, and the billboards are basically calling out the uh, the police department, and the, the movie, you know, folds from there, so the police department's like, why'd you do that, take down the billboards, Woody Harrelson was like, you know, the chief of police, and he's like, look, ma'am, you know, these things, you know, they happen, you know, these things happen, you know, I'm sorry what happened to your life, this and that, I'm sorry what happened to your daughter, but, like, you know, they didn't catch the guy. As simple as that. And she's just like, nah, I'm not off that. Like, you need to do your job. And you need to do it. And he's like, please take down the billboard. She's like, nope, nope, not taking them down. Not doing it at all. And that's how the movie goes. Uh, Sam Rockwell's character was a dickhead. <laughs> he was a big dickhead. But what I liked about his character is he turned, he turned around. Um, he started seeing things for what they really were. And that was that was cool. Um, the ending 
it ends. What I also liked is the ending. It ended on a note where it's like they don't solve this murder. I hope you realize, you know, they don't solve it. They they you know, it's still it's it, it ends. It ends with like, you know, she doesn't she doesn't know what happened. But. Sam Rockwell and her character, they were going at it the whole movie. And in the end of the movie, you know, Sam Rockwell, something happened with him where he realized, like, you know, uh, this, you know, something has to change. And he changed his ways. And, yeah, that was good. Woody Harrelson's not in the movie very long. Um, just so you know, Woody Harrelson shots. He shoots himself in the movie, which is fucked up the way he did it. He had his character had cancer. He had pancreatic cancer. So he was dying the whole movie. And. Then he and then and then he killed himself and then he like left letters for everybody like you know left letters for his wife left letters for the woman left letter uh, left a letter for Sam Rockwell's character that made him like wake up a little bit. It was good. Three billboards outside of Lu- uh, Ebbing, Louisiana. Check it out. It's still in the movie theaters. Check it out for sure. Lastly, lastly, and God don't see this movie. <laughs> oh God, don't see it. The 1517 to Paris. Uh, my God. First off, the concept of this movie, it was based on a true story, based on, you know, based on the uh, the, uh, the the train that was going to Paris. And they had a terrorist, they had a terrorist on the, ter- on, on the train. And uh, these three guys who played themselves, which was cool, they played themselves, um, they, they, you know, they got the guy, they said, you know, they, like, they, they got him, so nobody died on the, on, like, it could have been a crazy, crazy tragedy, so nobody died, now, the movie is basically that, but, you know, they had to do a whole thing, so, there were actors in this movie, yeah, they were cool, um, the kids, the kids, you know, when they were young kids, they couldn't, they weren't really good, um, whoever wrote this movie, uh, script was weak, script was super weak i i think it was just it just wasn't it wasn't pulling in to nothing it was like what is happening and i swear to god i think you all should have had actors play these guys um they can't act at all and it showed the entire movie it showed bruh like i think they should have did this this is what i think they should have did the main guy spencer stone I think they should have had him play himself. And then his two friends. I don't think they should have had his friends be played by themselves. I think they should have had two actors be his friends. That could have kind of held up the script a little bit. Gave it a little bit more like, okay. Because these guys cannot act at all. And it is bad. It is really, really bad. Like, the acting was terrible. It was terrible. I get it. I get why you did it. I understand it completely. But that shit is bad. Period. I did not like it. I was bored. Thank God the movie was only like an hour and 32 minutes. It was boring. Nothing happened. It reminded me of that movie Hostel. You remember Hostel? like years ago and like nothing happens until the end of the movie 
And basically the whole movie, they're just going, they're backpacking through Europe, going to different hostels, having mad, you know, having crazy sex and partying and blah, blah, blah. And, and then like the end of the movie is when like, oh shit, this is happening. What's happening? Like, you know, what's going on? That was this movie. Nothing was happening. The whole movie. And then they decide to go, you know, they, you know, the guy's on leave. Um, his, uh, his other friend was also in the army. He's on leave. And they're like, yo, let's go to Europe. Let's go here. Let's go here. They go to Amsterdam. They go, you know, they do the whole, they do the whole backpack thing. Italy, they do the whole thing. And then they're like, all right, we'll go to Paris. And the whole time, basically, I guess they were, what they were trying to do is they were like, yo, you know, do we really have to go to Paris? Everybody were talking about, everybody, they asked about Paris. Oh, Paris isn't that bad. Paris is this, Paris is that. And they're like, yo, we should go. And they get on the, and they get on the train and then it goes down and then they save, you know, they say, you know, they, they get the guy. Now, what I thought was crazy is this, the dude, the dude that, you know, that was the dude that was on the, 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 uh, the terrorist, he had a backpack. He was ready to lay off rounds. He had 300 rounds of ammo, which I thought was nuts. He was ready. Like he was prepared to kill everybody on the train. Most definitely. And when he, I guess he fell and then, you know, picked up the gun. When he picked up the gun, he went to go, you know, the dude Spencer is running straight at him and the gun jammed. And that's how, and that's how, and that's how they got him. His gun jammed. If his gun didn't jam, everybody on that train would have been done. Everybody. And what I didn't like was like, you know, he's fighting and his boys took a good minute to get over there to help him like he's fighting this dude and then like his guys are kind of like looking at him like whoa 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 and then and then they help him like nigga if one of my homies is get if if if, if we fighting if you nigga i'm jumping i'm jumping right in you gotta be kidding me especially especially if it's a terrorist what the what nah i'm going right in so Clint Eastwood directed it. Clint Eastwood stopped making movies, my nigga. This is this is this is ridiculous. That shit was bad. It was boring. Nothing happened. And the acting sucked. These guys cannot act. Period. 100% you should have got actors to play those roles. That's what I think. Because that shit did not hit the way it should have. It was bad, Clint Eastwood. Very bad. <laughs> Fifteen, seventeen to Paris. Don't see it. That's not gonna be in a the movie theater long. That's gonna be in there probably this week, and that's and that's gonna be it. Because, wow, wow, it was bad. <laughs> anyway, that's the spoilers for the week. Let's get into it then, right? Let's get right into it. All right, news this week. So, I'm gonna do my best to try not to say so, but. You know, bear with me. Work with me here. Work with me. I'm getting better. You feel me? I'm getting better. Work with the kid. All right. Jermaine Dupree uh, is to be inducted into Songwriters Hall of Fame, which is good for him. That is following Jay-Z in 2017. And Jermaine Dupree is arguably one of the best uh, producers out of Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? The so-so deaf label. Um, he discovered Crisscross. Uh, you know, start a career as a Debrat and Escape, Jagged Edge, like it's ve he very much so it deserves that 
Hall of Fame for sure. Kylie Jenner had her baby. Um, who gives a shit? But you know, somebody somebody cares. So let's talk about it. <laughs> she named her baby Stormy. Um, it's a stupid fucking name, but that's not my baby. So that's how that goes. And she announced it uh, via YouTube, making a video um, to celebrate, you know, what happened with the baby. And um, yeah, like that's that 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 happened. And at the same time, Travis Scott um, pled guilty to disorderly conduct for basically they said he started a riot um, two years ago, three years ago at one of his concerts. So while that baby was being born, this nigga is about to get locked up. So that's how that's going. <coughs> Kylie, congratulations to your baby. Um, obviously, a baby is a gift and a baby is special. Having a baby is everything. Um, I do think your baby's name is stupid. And I also don't give a shit about your fam. So that's that. Maxo Cream had an interview with Billboard this week, and I thought that shit was super raw. Um, he talked about the new album, which I'm still listening to, Punkin'. Please listen to it if you haven't. Um, he had, uh, what is it, um, the importance of uh, his tattoos because he's crazy tatted. And what I thought was cool, um, which I think is pretty dope, is Maxo has all the OG gangster crips tatted on his chest. From Tukey, like all the OG, all the OG Crips on his chest. And I think that's cool. And he also has himself tatted on his chest as as, as well. And, uh, you know, he talked about his gang affiliation with Crip because he's very much so Crip. And it's a good interview. I think I think people need to start paying attention to Maxo more. Maxo is dope. Okay, this is this is this is the one that's my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite of the week. <laughs> Quincy Jones <laughs> had an interview with Vulture.com this week. Quincy Jones is turning 85, and Quincy Jones does not give a fuck. And it showed in this whole interview. This man spilled all the tea, bruh. He, he, he took the whole teapot and just stood there and just poured it out and looked at everybody as he did it. That's what he did. He's like, oh, that's tea? Oh, you guys want to drink that? Nah. And he just looked at them while he poured it out, and they're all like, yo, you're spilling the tea. He's just like, I know. And, like, the, like you know, it's all burning and getting hot, and he's just like, yeah, I know. That's what's happening. That's how he dropped this tea. This dude spilled everything from uh, saying that Michael Jackson was stealing um, stealing songs. Uh, Billie Jean apparently was supposed to be Donna Summers. Michael Jackson took that. Uh he went, he talked about, I mean, this man talked about everything. Oh, my God, where do I begin? So, Michael was first. Uh, he went into the whole thing with the Beatles. He said when the Beatles first came out, the Beatles were trash. Like, they were pure trash. Paul McCartney couldn't play bass. Um, Ringo Starr, he said, is the worst drum player he's ever heard. Ever. Like, ever. Like, they, he said the Beatles were not good at all. And he said they were ugly. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. <laughs> But he was like, nah, the Beatles sucked. Like, they sucked straight like that. They weren't good. And I thought that was interesting. He uh, spilled crazy, crazy, crazy tea about Marlon Brando. Apparently, Marlon Brando 
was fucking everything in the 70s. <laughs> and I quote, this is this is what was funny about this. This was what's funny about this interview is he would throw shade and then be like, yeah, right, whatever. And then just keep going on. So he'll be like Marlon. And, and I quote Marlon Brando would fuck anything and everything. He said he'd fuck a mailbox. I don't know how Marlon Brando fucked a mailbox, but he said that. Right. Then he goes, he fucked Richard Pryor, you know, James Baldwin, um, Marvin Gaye. And the guy goes, wait, Marlon Brando was having sex with these guys. And he goes, man, it was the 70s. You like Brazilian music? I was like, what? Nigga. <laughs> what? You just like completely went over that? What do you, what do you mean? Uh, but he was talking about how, you know, um, he was talking about the JFK. Like he was very into everything. Um, he dated Ivanka Trump 12 years ago. I was like, what? Um, apparently, uh, Tommy Hilfiger set them up and he dated her. He said he had the, had, uh, she said, uh, Ivanka had the nicest legs he ever seen in his life. What I also loved is Quincy Jones said, motherfucker. After like every other sentence, it was like, yeah, that motherfucker bad. Or yeah, that motherfucker this. And yeah, that motherfucker that. It was so good. So good. And this is what I also thought was interesting is he, uh, Jimi Hendrix was supposed to be on, um, I forgot what album he was supposed to be on, but Jimi Hendrix, he said, did not do, he didn't come to the, uh, he didn't come to the space because the musicians that Quincy had in there, these jazz musicians, which I thought was dope, these jazz musicians who were just so great at their instruments, Jimi Hendrix was afraid to play with them. Like, he was literally afraid to play with them. And he was like, that's how I know, like, you know, these motherfuckers were bad. Because Jimi Hendrix, baddest guy that we think to ever touch a guitar, and this guy, Jimi Hendrix, is like, nah, I can't play with those guys. And he got scared, which I thought was nuts. Read the interview. This man, he let he held he held nothing back. He's turning eighty. I can't wait to turn eighty five. I can't wait to get old. The way that this man has no shame, it is inspiring. It is so it is so dope. He has zero shame. Zero. He's just like, yo, I'm dope. This is what's happening. I'm going to tell y'all what went on. And then he would just like, you know, skate over like, you know, little things. But he was dropping gems all day, all day. Quincy Jones, Vulture interview. Go look that shit up now. He also had another interview on GQ, which is, which is just as good. <laughs> it's just as good. And by the way. You know, the Richard Pryor thing, when, when after he said that, TMZ followed through and they asked uh, Richard Pryor's, uh, they asked his wife, uh, his widow, and she goes, she laughed and she goes, it was the 70s. Everybody was, every, you know, everybody was having, you know, everybody was doing everything. She was like, if you, if you were on cocaine, you'd fuck a radiator. I was like, what the fuck, bruh? She said, yo, if Richard Pryor was alive now and he read that, he would laugh. And then she said that she has a, uh, she's going to be publishing a journal 
um, all of like Richard Pryor's like old things that he used to write in his journals. And Richard is going in depth with all with, you know, with 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 his uh, with his bisexuality and all that, you know, so that is that's an interesting one. That was that was interesting. Same with James Baldwin. I hope, you know, I know, you know, who Jane, I know you all know who James Baldwin is. You know, it's Black History Month. I know you know who he is. If you don't go look at the documentary called I Am Not a Negro. Go look at that. That's James Baldwin. But yeah, they was fucking back in the day. That's what they were doing. So Quincy said it. And if Quincy said it at this point, if Quincy said it, I believe it. <laughs> Real shit. Anyway. Big Sean announced that he is going on tour. Um, the tour starts March 12th. It's called the Unfriendly Tour. It's going to be a total of 31 dates. And uh, also coming with him on the tour will be Playboy Cardi, Shy Glizzy, and Gashy. So that will be good. Um, not sure when tickets go on sale. I'm sure they'll probably go on sale like this week or something. But that's pretty dope. Apple Music is slated to take over Spotify um, in the U.S. Uh, subscribers by the summertime, they're saying. Um, right now, Spotify has 70 million to Apple's 36 million. And Spotify is dealing with a lot of lawsuits right now, which I did not know. So they're saying that, you know, Apple's going to be the forefront of that by summer, which I think is pretty dope. So if you got Spotify, you know, you might want to get off your Spotify because they might not be here no more. So be on the lookout for that. This is this 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 is another one I thought was pretty dope. Chance the Rapper and Dwayne Wade are set to produce a Chicago basketball documentary, which I think is fucking cool. They are both the executive producers of the film. The film is called Shot in the Dark. And it focuses on or Academy High uh or Academy High School player, um, Taekwon. Good lord, that shit is so made up. God, black people. Taekwon Greer. God, what a black name. <laughs> Who was shot at a party a week before his team's playoff game in twenty fourteen. And somehow by a miracle, he made the game, played, and hit the winning uh three point buzzer beater shot. At the end of the game. So I'm looking forward to watching this. It comes on Fox. February 24th. And it's. uh, I think that's a really dope story. It gave me. It gave me that. It gave me Bob Marley vibes. When I read it. Remember. Remember when Bob Marley. When uh, you know. When when, when they ran up on Bob Marley. Before his show. And they tried to kill him. And they didn't. And he got shot in the arm. And then he goes on stage. The next day. And they're like. Why are you going on stage? And he's like. The people. Who did this they're you know they're not stopping so that means I can't stop and he went on stage with a cast and he killed it that's what this reminds me of these dudes whoever shot him they didn't they 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 were clearly trying to kill him and didn't happen and then a week later he goes to the game plays the game and hits the game winning three like wow I'm looking forward to that this one was this is the best oh my god Eve Hamad Eve Hamad is the manager of J. Cole. He had an interview this week on It's The Real, and it was the dopest, 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 dopest interview of the week for me. I loved it. I'm a big fan, a big fan of Dreamville, a big fan. I'm a big fan 
of just everything that they're doing. And to hear Eve Hamad talk about their story, talk about how, you know, talk about Cole's come up, talk about how he came in the game, which I did. I did not know that him and Boss were brothers. Boss is the youngest, which I did not know, which means Eve Hamad also speaks French and Arabic and English. He speaks three languages because Boss also speaks three languages. But I thought it was just so dope talking about growing up in Queens. Um, it's just a very, it's very much, it's very much so a Dreamville based interview, but it is also hilarious. Cause you know, Eric and Jeff over there at it's the real, they kill it. They kill it. So salute to them always. I still listen to them all the time. Very, very good interview. It's the real podcast. Go look up that interview. It was so, he, 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 he killed it. It's like, it's about, it's about two hours too. It's a good interview. All right. I thought this was pretty dope. So Elon Musk launched the uh, Falcon Heavy this week. Falcon Heavy is that big ass rocket that Elon Musk, uh, he built um, him over there at SpaceX. He built it and it, I think it, la- it launched Thursday. I watched it. Me and my homie, we watched it, um, you know, watched on the YouTube. It was dope. This rocket was huge. It got 27 engines on this thing and it's the largest space rocket um, like it's like one, one, one of the largest, um, it had a boot, it had two booster rockets on the side, which I thought were dope. And they landed in unison, the boosters, the booster joints, they landed in unison, which was so cool to see. It was like, Whoa, man. And then the big, the big rocket itself, the rocket itself stands at 230 feet, which is a big ass rocket. It's not the tallest rocket. Um, I think the tallest was something else called something. It's like 300 something. But Elon also launched a uh, he launched a Tesla Roadster uh, along with the dummy astronaut. And uh, it's yeah, it's 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 good. Musk confirmed it is a cargo rocket. So they're clearly trying to take people up there. Uh, The next one will be within three to six months. The big rocket itself, the 230-foot rocket, that one did not land. It actually crashed. It crashed crashed on the landing. It was supposed to land on, like, the ocean, and it didn't land. But it was dope to see the two boosters come down in unison like that. Like, literally, unison, they landed at the same time. Rocket looked nuts. It looked, it was really, really cool. Check it out if you haven't. Go right on YouTube, type in Falcon Heavy. It will come up. It is dope. Telling you. This was pretty cool. Beyonce becomes the first woman to have three of her albums surpass one billion streams on Spotify. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Her album four on Monday reached one billion. And then her album I Am Sasha Fierce also. And then her self-titled album. Uh, Beyonce, obviously, and uh, she is connected with title, and you know, which 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 is like crazy because she's connected with title, and yet she still gets a billion streams on 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 Spotify, which is nuts. Now, and mind you, her album, her newest album, Lemonade, it's not up on on Apple yet for streaming, so. She's probably going to do it again. Not going to lie to you. It's Beyonce. She's going to do it again. So that was dope. Beyonce got that. Oh, shit. I'm dropping stuff. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Okay, I'm dropping shit. <laughs> All right. Paramount Pictures and um, Imagine Entertainment will be developing a biopic based on Gucci Mane, which I think is going to be dope. It will be uh, an, uh, it will be adapting from his book, and I think that is going to be raw. I want to know who they're going to have play Gucci. I don't even know. Maybe you all can come up with some things. I was thinking about it all week. I still don't know who I would have play Gucci. I have no idea, but I think it's going to be cool to see a Gucci biopic. That's dope. Rich Brian. Rich Brian had an interview this week. On the Hot Ones, which I love. That show is so funny. It's so good. It's just a dope, dope concept. He talked about learning uh, how to speak English from YouTube vlogs, which is crazy because he's from Indonesia. So I thought that was dope. He literally learns like American culture through YouTube, which is pretty cool. Um, he hang, you know, hanging out with Jaden Smith. Um, he was homeschooled in Indonesia. And then how, you know, how he learned uh, American sense of humor through memes all while eating wings, because that's what they do on the show. It's called Hot Ones. They go on the show. They eat wings. And, you know, the the uh, the wing, you know, the hot sauce gets spicier and spicier and spicier and spicier and spicier on the wings. It's a dope. Con- it's a dope show. I like it. Definitely check it out. If you haven't, check it out. Lil Pump is officially signed. He is officially signed to Gucci Mane's 1017 Eskimo Records, um, which I think is pretty good for him. He had voided his deal with Warner Brothers. And I'm interested to know how much Gucci gave this nigga because Pump said himself, Pump wouldn't sign a deal for no less than 15 mil. So how much did you give this nigga Gucci or did he do it just off the strength because you Gucci? I don't know. I don't listen to Pump enough. Because like, you know, that Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't get with it. I can't, I can't, I think his hair is stupid. Like, I'm just not, a, I'm not a big fan, but he's doing his thing. So you got to pay respects. Kevin Hart got a new show on his network, um, Laugh Out Loud Network shows called Cold as Balls. And he interviewed LeVar Ball this week. As well as Blake Griffin. There's two episodes. But the LeVar Ball one definitely is wonderful. So the concept for this show is he, he you know, the, you know he has a lot of athlete friends. And, you know, they don't get time to talk to each other. So, you know, how athletes, after, you know, after a long practice or a long anything, they sit in the ice bucket. And that's what they're doing in this show is they're sitting in the ice bucket. And it's just, it's funny to watch because Kevin is just so uncomfortable to sit in this goddamn bucket because I know I would too. It's fucking freezing. It's an ice bucket. Like, what do you mean? But it's just funny. LeVar Ball, yo, LeVar Ball has so much confidence in himself. It is so great. It's so great. Kevin, It was at one point, Kevin asked him, he was like, now how do you, you know, do you really think you could beat MJ? He's like, yeah, I could beat him. And then Kevin's like, but we've never seen any footage of you playing basketball at all. And LeVar Ball's just pointing at his head like, it's all in here. It's all in here. <laughs> it's like, nigga. <laughs> and then the one with Blake Griffin is also very good. It's a very, they're both, it's a fun, these are fun interviews. It's a good, it's a dope concept. Kevin Hart just does not stop. So check that out if you haven't. I liked it. This week on Amber Rose's podcast, Amber Rose revealed that she loves to smell 21 Savage's underwear. 
which I don't know what the fuck that is, but she likes to smell his underwear. Why? I'm not sure. And then her co-host was making it worse because this nigga is like, you know, condoning in that basically he's saying that scent is a major part of attraction which i you know i get i get that i get that you know talking about the cortisol levels and shit like that i get that that's cool i get that right 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 but what i'm saying is why the fuck is she smelling his underwear like you know like after he played a a long game of basketball or something you going in his room and you smelling his underwear bitch what are you doing that is nasty. That's not cool. That's not sexy. That shit is weird. That's weird as shit. Yo, if you, I don't know where my future wife is. If I ever see you doing that with my underwear, no. What the fuck are you doing? No, no. I'm not smelling your underwear. I'm not no weirdo like that. Why the fuck are you smelling my underwear? That's weird. That's weird. Amber, that's weird. And I want you to know, Amber, you need to stop putting wigs on your head. They don't look good. You need to stick to that short hair. That short hair is you. That shortcut, that is you. You, with these wigs, it looks weird, bruh. I don't know what that is. You don't look good, though. You don't look good at all. So, figure that out, Amber. My God. (laughs) Anyway, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele will be having a new TV show on HBO called love uh what is it called love love country or something like i think i'm i can't read my own handwriting right now that's terrible <laughs> anyway it's based on a book a 2016 book it is a uh it's a it's it's gonna be a anthology series and it's all it's all basic it's gonna be basically reclaiming that story genre of uh of you know of the of the african-american uh hard like it's 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 an african-american anthology it's gonna be dope 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 so the book focuses on a 25 year old his name is atticus black and he embarks on a road trip through uh jim crow's america to find his missing father and battles you know both human racist terrors as well as you know time along you know malevolent spirits and fucking wild shit like that it's gonna be a horror show but it's gonna be on hbo jordan peele i think he's starring in it as well so that is gonna be dope 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 i mean if you haven't seen get out what the fuck are you doing that's what i say and lastly uh we lost another one we actually lost two this week um the dude from the wire he passed away i forgot his name um he had passed away and also, um, DJ, DJ, uh, DJ Lovebug is what they used to call him. Um, his name is Kevin Smith. He passed away, and he is actually the man who is the one who coined the term hip hop during the late seventies. So, R.I.P. to Lovebug, uh, DJ Starsky. You know, Ju- uh, Biggie shouted him out on Juicy. So that goes that 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 goes to show how big of his influence there was so r.i.p to him and r.i.p to the other guy i'm sorry i don't know your name right now but r.i.p anyway songs this week so as you know always 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 these songs will be in the playlist 
be sure to go get, you know, listen to the playlist. I'm leading you to the water every single week. I can't make you drink, but I'm leading you to it every week. I'm giving you all the fucking, I'm giving you all the juice. So, Cicero, Cicero came up with a song called Function featuring Go Link, Bankroll Fresh, dropped a, dropped, dropped another one called Blow a Key. Every time I hear Bankroll, I just, I, 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 I still can't believe it. He's so damn good. It's crazy, man. It's crazy how he's not here. Ray Shremmer, Ray Shremmer dropped Tied Up. That shit is good. Mano, Mano dropped Fuck Boys. It's, 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 it's raw. <laughs> Super raw. He's talking that shit on that one too. Titus, this guy is from Jersey. Dropped a song called Phase. I like it. You all should check it out. Sophie Faith dropped Say So. Mazzy, I believe her name is, dropped a song called Together. Cy Ari the Kid, this one is good too. Read Receipts featuring Eric Bellinger. I think he's going to drop something crazy this year. I'm looking forward to it. He's good. Cause, oh, can't wait for Cause to drop next week. Cause dropped Bout It, and it is so damn raw. Young Thug is on here a few times this week. So this first one, A-Track and Falcon, they dropped a song uh, called Ride For Me. You know, they did the, you know, they did the beat Ride For Me featuring Young Thug and 24 Hours. And it is dope, yo. Super dope. Like, it's good. Lunati. Lunati is a new artist that I found. Um, he dropped a song called I Wish You Die. It's actually pretty fucking dope. I actually put up a uh, video, uh, posted a video on my Instagram um, of uh, some Sigmas doing like a like a Jersey Club to his song. It's it's dope. And Lunati, keep a lookout for that name because he might be on here. That's just that's back talk shit. I'm not going to get into that all that now, but. Niggas is making moves. That's what we say. That's that. That's how I put that. Tech Nine dropped a fucking raw posse track this week called Forever MC, and he got King Crooked on there, Chino, Terminology, um, Ritz, and somebody else. And it is just a crazy, crazy, crazy posse track. It's so, so good, so good. Calvin Harris is back. Calvin Harris dropped New Ready, New Ready, featuring PND. I'm not a PND fan. PND is Party Next Door, but let me tell you, that song is dope. That's a dope fucking song. Period. It's a good one. Young Scooter. Young Scooter dropped Triple Cross. It's cool. Duma, take me away. Brielle. This one is this 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 is this this watch out for this girl. She's super dope. Dropped a song called In Too Deep. I like it a lot. Dessa dropped five out of six, which is very good. SOB uh, and RBE, that's a new group out of the Bay, Valerio, Valer Valero, however you want to say it to be exact. And it's four guys, and they dropped a song called Carpooling. It's super dope. They also got a song this week on Black Panther soundtrack. I'll get to that later, though. I'm not going to do that now. All right. <laughs> it's gonna be funny when I say this. Block Boy JB dropped Look Alive featuring Drake 
And let me tell you, let me tell you right now, it sounds like a straight up Drake song. This is not a Block Boy JB song. This is a Drake song, and it's actually my favorite verse of the week too. So I'ma read that verse to you later, so you can see what the fuck I'm talking about. Cause Drake destroyed this nigga on his own track, on his own shit, destroyed him. Like, why did you do that to him, Drake? You did not have to kill him like that. You could have gave him, like, you could have gave him a little jab or two, you know, hit him with the jab. You didn't have to give him nothing but hooks, bro. You gave him hooks, and then you uppercutted this nigga on his own track, bruh. God damn, Drake. Drake is about to drop some crazy fire this year, and I can't wait. I can't wait. Watch the duck drop There You Are. It's super good. Listen to that. Rozzy, shout out to the plug. This is one of his friends. Um, she dropped a song called Uphill Battle, and this girl can sing. She's very good. Listen to that one in the playlist for sure. It's dope. It's dope. Rich the Kid dropped Plug Walk. Very good. Marion Hill is back, which I love. They dropped Subtle Thing. It's so good. It's very subtle, but it's not. It's so dope. It's so dope. <laughs> oh, Marion Hill. I'm glad I'm glad you came back. Sonder. Sonder dropped Might. Uh drop Might. One Night Only, which is super dope. And um Brent Fayez also dropped Make Love. So Brent Fayez is part of Sonder. Uh, Sonder is his group, and then Brent is also by himself. So they dropped two things this week, which was cool. Tokyo, this is another one of my favorites this week. Tokyo dropped to the moon. Man, this shit is good. Tokyo's about to come back with some heat. It's been three years since we heard, you know, since Wave Theory, so I'm looking forward to it. Neo is back in the mix. Neo dropped Good Man. Apparently, he's dropping a new album this year. Album's called Good Man, so this is the title track, and it's actually really good. Um, they sampled, uh, he sampled D'Angelo, excuse me, sampled D'Angelo, how does it feel, he killed it, very good, Carrie, Carrie dropped two songs this week, dropped, he dropped Wi-Fi, and he also dropped Cursed, they're both fucking raw, both of them are good, Carrie is dope, man, he's really good, I, I like, I like, I like, I like watching his career, cause he keeps, he keeps getting better, which I think is dope. Doom and Sar and uh, and Zarface, they're actually dropping a joint project together, which is gonna be crazy. And the first song that they dropped off that project is called Nautical Depth, and it is raw. That one is crazy. I'm telling you, crazy. Okay, Molly Brazy, Molly Brazy dropped Nan featuring Trina. This girl's dope. Yo, Molly can rap her ass off. So she's good. Um, I believe she's probably on like Love and Hip Hop or something right now. Or Trina's on Love and Hip Hop. I don't watch Love and Hip Hop, so I'ma stop talking about that whole thing because I just I don't know who I don't know what I don't know who is who on, on different things. Tori Wolf and DJ Premier dropped the song called Silent Crow. It is super, super good. This girl is good. Um, DJ Premier, the song is real, it got a, it got a real haunting, it got a haunting feel to it, the beat, it's really dope though, my god, so good, Joey Badass drop 80 blocks, shit is raw, god, I can't wait for Joey, Joey's just, he's not gonna stop, Khalid, Khalid drop location, remix, 
featuring Georgia Smith and Wretch32. Yo, Georgia is so good. This girl is so damn good, man. Ugh, killing me. Ardency. Ardency is a group from L.A. They dropped a song called Bad Moon, and it's actually really, really dope. I'm going to keep an eye out for them because they are dope. Jericho Jackson. Jericho Jackson is Elzai and Crisis together, and they're actually dropping their album in two weeks, um, February 23rd, and they dropped the song this week from that album called Self Made. And if you want to hear nothing but bars on bars from Elzai, yeah, listen to that because it's bars on bars on bars. My God. King Combs. That's uh, Puffy's son. Dropped a dope-ass song, too, called Love You Better featuring Chris Brown. And let me tell you, he's winning, period. He's winning. He's he's going to win. He is, he is Diddy's offspring. He is Diddy's twin. He got his dad's swag. He 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 he's gonna win. I'm 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 letting you know that right now. He's young. He only was 16, 17. Forget about it. He's about to be on. He already is on. He's gonna win though. Like he's winning. Stally Stally dropped Holy Quran, which I loved because this is also gonna be on um, Shame the Devil Part Two. So that's coming out, I think, this month, I believe. So look out for that because Stally is dope. Stally is not stopping and. What I also like is on the first on the first Shame the Devil, he had Offset on one of the features. And I think that was the only feature that he had. And on this one, he has Takeoff on one of the features. And that's the only feature. So I like that. And I feel like maybe the next one, maybe he'll have Quavo. I don't know. I feel like that's how Stally's moving right now. I like it. I fuck with Stally. So salute to him. Jungle Pussy, yes, that's her name. Her name is Jungle Pussy, yes. State of the Union, and let me tell you right now, don't let that name, lat, like, don't let it fool you. This girl raps. She raps, okay? I'm going to say it one more time so you can understand me. Jungle Pussy raps, okay? Listen to that shit. She is fooled with bars. My God, she's really fucking good, for real. <laughs> Q-Tip, Q-Tip dropped a, uh, a, a, uh, I guess a secret track, or well, not, not a secret track, an unreleased track, um, Want You to Want, featuring Kendrick Lamar, you can find that on, um, Audio Mac, if it's still there, maybe they took it off, he played it on his, uh, you know, Q-Tip, he has a show on Beats 1, he has a, uh, he has a, you know, he got a DJ show, um, called Abstract, Abstract Radio, so he played it on there, Maybe it's still maybe it'll still be there on Audio Mac. That's where I heard it. But check it out. It's dope. They definitely did it when um when Kendrick was remember remember when Kendrick dropped that untitled untitled unmastered album? It definitely happened during then. So this is this this album this this song is easily three years old for sure. But it's still fucking so good. So good. Jonathan McReynolds. Jonathan McReynolds is a Christian singer. And he dropped a song called Cycles. And let me tell you, it, it'll be the realest thing you'll hear all week. I'm trying to tell you that right now. I think everybody should listen to it because everybody needs this type of motivation, you know? When I say I talk about music, I like I'm really talking about music. I'm talking about everything. This is a gospel singer. And salute to the plug for giving me that shit last night. My God, so good. 
And then lastly, Christine Noel dropped a song called Dreams. If you're a dancer, Melissa, my, my you know, my sister, um, get on that. Get on that now because they're dancing. That shit's super dancing, like dan- like competitive dance. Yeah, that one. That one is good. Anyway, videos this week. There was a few videos this week. Actually, a lot of a few dope ones. So there was I, I enjoyed a lot of them this week. I really did. All right, so Black Youngster, ah, Black Youngster dropped the booty video, and it is hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. There's, it's basically a little Black Youngster. He's like a little, you know, he's like a little, like a little, look like a, look like the dude from Indian in a cupboard. That's what he looked like, and he's just jumping on booties in a whole video, just throwing, had a big, like had like holding a big dollar, a big a big one dollar bill and throwing it on booty. It is hilarious. It's so if you watch that video and you don't laugh, like how like how could you not laugh at this shit? This is great. I love this dude. Black Youngster is so comical. Oh my god, he's hilarious. By the way, he had an interview this week on uh Angela Yee's podcast, The Lip Service. Dude, this nigga is hilarious. For real. Listen to it. He is so funny. I'm a black youngster fan. I don't care what none of y'all say. I'm a black youngster fan, okay? I can't talk to you no more, whore, okay? I like that shit. That's me. That's just me, though. Whatever. Amine. Amine dropped a L.A. Leakers freestyle. And, you know, considering what cause did to that shit last week, Amine did his thing, for sure. And I also like the beat that they chose for him. He did that, uh, Mama, I'm Sorry, you know, off that, off that clip's Hell Half No Fury, one of the not 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 one of the the dopest drug talk album in hip hop. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all say. We can argue that too. Hell Half No Fury is the dopest drug talk hip hop album. Period. Period. You could tell me the firm nah. 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 AZ, Nas, Foxy, the firm nah. Hell Half No Fury, the clip's second album is the dopest drug talk album i've ever heard in my life period and for him to hear when when i heard that beat i just i went i went right back to that mo like i remember i remember buying that album at best buy listening to it i remember the first time i heard that mama i'm sorry like hearing this beat hearing him freestyle over it and doing the way he did it oh man it was very nostalgic for me i loved it Kendrick Lamar and SZA, they dropped the All the Stars video. Super dope video. My God, so much black royalty in this video. I cannot wait for Black Panther. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be wonderful. Tisha Campbell, uh, she dropped the song. I just she dropped a video called I Don't Want to Be Alone Tonight. Um, she's basically dancing in the video. She's like a. She's at a she's basically at a dance studio doing this. Um, keep it real. I don't know why Tisha Campbell sings, and that's and that's just that's just that's just that's me being real with you. Um, I don't know why she's doing any of this, but whatever. You do what you do, Keisha. Do 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 what you do, Tisha. I'm not mad at you. Do what you do. This is one of my favorites of the week. JID dropped the Ed Ed and Eddie video, and it literally looks like Ed Ed and Eddie. And it was supposed to drop on Adult Swim. I don't know why he didn't do that, but I don't care. It's still a dope-ass video. It's really dope. 
Smoke Perp and Travis Scott. They dropped the Fingers Blue video, and it is super duper trippy. Uh, I beg you, do not smoke before you watch this video. It is trippy, man. Like, what? DJ Mustard and RJ dropped Is It Mine? It's cool. Wu-Tang dropped Lesson Learned video, which is dope. I like that one a lot. Um, Jameson, this one is also very uh, one of my favorites. He dropped the video for So Badly, and the video looks like a straight-up vintage video. It is so good. It's really dope. It just brings the song to life even more. He really... You really you really get the vibe of the song when you watch that video. I liked it. I think you all will like it as well. Big Crit dropped Big Bank uh, featuring T.I. Video's dope. Crit is Crit is the man. That's just how that goes. Black Boy JB dropped the Look Alive video. And, you know, in the video, he was doing some dope dance moves. You know, salute to my homie uh, Fly. Fly Fonzarelli, a.k.a. Ammo. Salute to him. That's the homie who said he had the dope dance moves because he did have dope dance moves. But in the end, Drake still bodied you on your own song. So that's just how that goes. Stally dropped Turtle Van. It's good. Um, once again, I'm I'm a Stally fan. I'm just glad that Stally is back doing his thing, doing it the way that he wants to do it. It is good. Um, Sky Zoo dropped Baker's Dozen, and it is a dope-ass video. You guys check that out. Uh, let's see. With Khalifa and Sosa Man, they dropped Best Life, which is also a good video, too. And then, let's see. Oh, Molly Brazy and Trina, they dropped the video for Nan, which is pretty cool as well. And lastly, my man, Travis Garland, keep doing this shit to me. I don't know where your album is, bruh, but he dropped a mashup video for Say Something and God's Plan. You know, the Justin Timberlake song and the Drake song, and he bodied it. He bodied it. And by the way, I need that. I need that uh brother, brother, brother Jordan. I need that uh for the Dropbox big time cuz I'm trying to play that in the car. So, yeah. Travis Garland, will you drop your goddamn album, bro? Can you just drop it already? Please? Please. You're killing me, bro. You're killing me. All right? I'm a I'm I'm at this point I'm a I'm a goddamn stan. And I can't, I can't take it no more, Trav. Just drop the goddamn album, please. Albums this week. <laughs> okay, we're going to go from top to bottom because that's just how I want to do it. Fredo. Fredo dropped Table's Turn. Fredo is an artist from England. And he has a song. This uh, the, How I got put on was he dropped a song with Designer and Dave East on it. It's actually on this album. Check it out. It is good. Um, you know, grind, you know, it's grime music, if you will. It's good, though. It's really good. Scott, this girl is so dope. She dropped an EP called Stay Off My Mind, four songs. It's really, really good, guys. Check her out. She's got a nice vibe to her. I like her. Mona is another girl who has a nice vibe to her. She dropped... Um, I guess I guess it's an EP. She dropped three singles and she put them all together in a thing, and it's called uh, it's called AU, which is you know the symbol for gold on the pre on the periodic table. She's dope. Check her out. Two chains drop play don't uh they don't uh they play don't care who makes it EP four songs. 
Chains bodied every single song. Okay? Okay, bitch is my shit. All right? Okay, bitch, I got a home that got a home that got a home. Yeah. Okay, bitch, I got a pool that got a pool that got a pool. Yeah. I'm here for all two chains, anything, all two chains, everything. I'm here for it. You don't like two chains. You go kick rocks. I don't care. That's how I feel about it. That's 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 100 percent. That's how I feel about it. If you don't like two chains, that means you really aren't listening to what two chains is saying. Two chains is raw. OK, pretty girls like trap music is the most vulnerable I've ever heard chains. And since then, he is really digging in and it is dope. Stop faking on chains like he can't rap, yo. Y'all niggas make me mad for real. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Oh, chains don't look. Oh, he sound like, oh, he's not doing. He's not saying anything complex. No, he's not saying anything complex. You right. But at the same time, you need to listen closer because he is. You just not listening. You listening on the surface. Stop that surface shit, yo. Dig deep, niggas. This is why I did this podcast. This is why we made it. Dig deep, man. For real. Audio Push dropped a dope-ass double album this week. Cloud 909. It is a double disc, and it is good. Period. It is good. Audio Push is so good, man. Oh, my God. This album is great, and it's a story. It's, it's, it's basically a concept album. Um, the story starts off, uh, he's driving through the hood, um, he's basically one of his, you know, one, one of the little homies got shot, and he's just like, yo, I, you know, I can't take it, I'm going through it, and he calls up his girl, he's just like, I, you know, I just need somewhere to go, and he calls up his girl, and then basically his girl keeps calling him, like, are you on your way, you on your way, he's like, yo, I'm coming, you know, I'm stopping through with the homies, you know, chopping it up, like, all that, it's very, it's very good, it's very, very good, please listen to it, for real. Rallo finally dropped Diary of the Streets 3, and I am so happy. Rallo is so good, guys. Rallo is good. I mean, sometimes, you know, I, I like I get it, you know, his voice gets annoying sometimes. But Rallo is good, man. For real. Rallo raw. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Social Club Misfits, they dropped Into the Night. Um, that is the Christian rap, if you will. But don't, don't, please stop thinking of it that way. Like, oh, they're talking about this. They're talking about, you know, no. Like, when I say Christian rap, that's, that, that's me. That shit, that's me putting it in a category. I shouldn't even be doing that. This is hip. This is, this is straight rap. Like, that's what it is. And it is so good. This album is great. And it's real. So listen to it. And listen to what these dudes are saying. Because they're, 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 they're trying to help you out. Cause I'll tell you what, they uh, they 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 got God on their side. So them niggas is winning regardless, and that's real. MGMT dropped Little Dark Age, and let me tell you, this album is good. It's so damn good. MGMT has been away for about five years, give or take, and they came back, and they're basically saying, "Fuck y'all." We're going to do what we want to do. That's what they're doing. I watched a little documentary this week about MGMT, and these niggas are so much more doper than I thought. So their name alone, MGMT, is making fun of the industry. It stands for management. And 
their first three big songs were literally joke songs. They were jokes. They made it. They made them up for. They 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 made them to make fun of pop music to show like oh you know how they could just make some stupid little song and do it and they did it and their first their first EP um killed it killed then their first album destroyed right and then they made congratulations in 2010 which i loved and that was kind of when when everybody was like what are they doing a little bit and then they made their third album and then everybody was like confused but this is the thing these guys never wanted to like be these big pop stars they just wanted to make music that they liked you know what i mean that's all they ever wanted to do ever so when people started coming to their shows and they just want to hear those three big songs that they did. It's like, yo, you all aren't even listening to us. So they dropped off the scene for a little bit. And I'm not mad at them for it. They dropped off the scene um, and they came back in a big way. This Little Dark Age is really, really good, guys. It's really dope. Please listen to it. The cover's dope. The album goes the album is super trippy, but like it's also very vibed out. It's really just listen to it. Please listen to it. Raven Lene dropped the EP called Crush EP. And what I love about this is the whole EP is produced by my man, Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey is the guitarist uh, for the group The Internet. Um, the Internet is that group over there with Odd Future. Sid is the lead singer, things of that nature. So... This girl kind of sounds like Sid sometimes. She sounds like ha, I'm gonna get this 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 is when this is when I flex on y'all a little bit. She sounds a little Angela Angela Bofill at some at, uh, at times, and she definitely got like that Anita Baker vibe to her too. But over that over that Steve Lacey guitar, forget about it, man. She's good. She's good. It's only five songs. Listen to it. Very good. The Wombats. The Wombats are a group. I've never heard of them. Beautiful people will ruin your life. And let me tell you, this shit is good. This is a good album. I'm not sure who these guys are, but I like it. Okay, this one be going to get a little weird. You're going to be like, what? A little. Some of y'all are going to be like, huh? But this is, this is a music podcast. This is what we do here. <laughs> Shoshana Bean dropped an album called Spectrum. Shoshana is a jazz singer, so Spectrum is a jazz album, and let me tell you, it is super good. It's really, really, really good. If you're into jazz, like even a little bit, give it a listen, like straight up. Give it a listen. It's it's good. Malay and Jan Sport, they dropped their, they finally dropped their project, Move Me Too, um, semicolon the present. It's very good. Malay is good. Jan Sport kills the he kills the production on this. But Malay, her voice, man, her voice will make you melt, bro. She's so good, super dope. Shirt, that's his name. He's from Queens. Dropped an album for, uh, called Pure Beauty, and I'm not gonna lie to you, it honestly is pure beauty. It's 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 as raw as hip hop comes. It sounds like it sounds like West Side Gun and Ghostface put together or something it is so raw and he's from queens it's so good listen to that shit lastly 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 because you know i gotta do a last the black panther soundtrack 
Guys, this Black Panther soundtrack is so goddamn good, I can't take it, okay? I'm going to be standing in the aisles, grooving to the music when I'm watching this movie because this album is so dope. I love how Kendrick is basically on every song, somewhere in there, anywhere, just, excuse me, somewhere in there, Kendrick is on it. Which I love. All the TDE is on here except for Isaiah Rashad, which I once again, I don't know what's happening. I feel like Isaiah is getting dropped or something. I don't know what's going on, yo. But Isaiah was nowhere to be seen on this on this soundtrack at all. SZA obviously killed it on all the stars. Schoolboy Q track, crazy. Ab Soul has a, uh, has a song on here with Anderson Pack, Crazy. Crazy. James Blake killed it on this joint too. Like... It's just such a good album. It's such a good soundtrack. It really gives you, it's bringing back that, you know, what soundtracks used to be. Soundtracks used to be dope, yo, for real. Like, they're bringing that back. So I don't know how many of those songs are going to be in the movie. But let me tell you, the soundtrack, dope. Simple as that. By far, my favorite of the week was, uh, was, was, was Black Panther, for sure. It's just it's just so good. All right. So now I got to read you this Drake verse because it's my favorite verse of the week. I got to read it to you because, nigga, this shit is crazy. Like this verse is crazy. And I need I like I need to read it so you all can understand. So let me find it um, once again. This is a new this is a new segment. So I need to I need to get better at uh preparing for it i should say <laughs> i'm sitting here looking on my you know looking on my phone for this shit like oh my god but i need to i need to get better at that for you all okay so this drake verse goes i'm not gonna read the hook i w- i should read the hook too but i'm not gonna do it but the drake verse goes like this this is my favorite verse of the week it goes like this hey hey look who i'm around man if I fucked up, I'ma be downtown, man. Four floor bound, man. That's if I get caught, man. Push me to the edge so it really ain't my motherfucking fault, man. I'm not to blame, man. This fucking industry is cutthroat. I'm not the same man. And I could let you check the tag now. I'm rocking name brand. I'm only chasing after bags now. I got a game plan. And I'm out here with the whoop. <laughs> oh my god stop playing man stop playing with drake you all said you wanted drake to rap again and now drake is rapping again and now niggas is like oh shit oh oh damn he's rapping again that's what y'all are doing yo drake about the body all you niggas for real <laughs> don't sleep on him anyway it's story time bum story time yeah, so I got a few. I got a few this week because you know Valentine's Day is coming up, so I figured I'd tell my favorite Valentine's Day story, things like that. Um, so here we go. First story go like this. I'm not gonna tell the Valentine's Day story yet. So let's see. I'm I'm I think I'm probably like eight, eight nine years old around this time, and you know we had a babysitter over. Her name was Abby, and Abby had a sister named Morgan. And I guess Morgan couldn't babysit us that day, so Abby babysit us. And me and my brother, 
we we like to be outside. We like to, you know, we like to do things, you know. So we're chilling, and we're like, Abby, we want to go play. She's like, all right, where you want to go play? And we're like, yo, we want to go to the park. And we go to this little park down by my house where I lived in Maryland. It's called a tot. They call them tot lots. You know, little little nice little things, you know, little little parks, like literally a tot lot. And we're out there just chilling, playing, having a fun time, being kids, you know, being brothers. And I see this thing on the ground. And I pick it up. And I'm like, oh, what's this? I pick it up. And, uh, you know, I show my brother. He's like, I don't know what that is. And then I take it to Abby. I'm like, Abby, what is this? And, I, you know, I hold up in her face. I said, what is this? And she looks at me and her eyes get crazy wide. And she smacks it out of my hand. She's like, don't touch that. Don't touch that. What, what are you doing? What, don't touch that. Don't touch that. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's happening? What's going on? And she's like, that's called a condom. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And she's like, you use that for sex. I said, what? And me and my brother looked at each other like, what? Because I was about to put the shit up to my mouth because I thought it was a balloon. You know what I mean? I'm eight. You know, don't judge me. I'm eight. Fuck out of here. <laughs> but she she smacked it out of my hand with the quickness. And then we ran home and she washed my hands all crazy. And she was just like, you know, don't tell, you know, don't tell your mom that you know that you that, that you touched that, that you saw that. You know, don't tell your mom what you know what I said, because she basically told me, you know, what condoms are used for at the age of eight, pretty much. <laughs> she told me that early on in the game. But that shit made me laugh. I was thinking about that for some reason this week, and that shit made me laugh. So, I got another story. I got another one. Because I got a few. I told you, I got a few. To, I got a few this week. So, this is this is before me and my ex got together. Um, we used to go to the movies every Tuesday. Every Tuesday out here, they got a thing called Free Movie Tuesdays. This was years ago. Now I'm thinking about it. It was like 2009, 2010, around there. And we would go to Free Movie Tuesday every Tuesday, literally, like all the time. Now, this is what was dope about Free Movie Tuesday. One day, I go to Free Movie Tuesday with the homie and... You had you had that you had to be an Optima member to uh to be a part of Free Movie Tuesday. You had to be an Optima member. I wasn't an Optima member. My mom works for Verizon. She got you know we got we got files. That's what we always had. So I didn't have a Optimum card to use at the movie theater. And one day I'm at I'm with the homie, and there's a card on the ground. Somebody dropped their card. I picked that bitch up, and let me tell you, I have Free Movie Tuesday for a whole year and a half. Okay, my last name was McCullough for a whole year and a half. I'll tell you that right now. McCullough, you're 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 Peter McCullough. I sure am. I sure am every single time. And you could get more than one ticket, which was also dope. So you could slice it. Uh, you could swipe it twice. You get two tickets with the shit. So we would go to the movies all the time because me and her were hanging all the time. You know what I mean? Now, we also had a young homie I used to chill with. His name was A.J. And me and AJ used to blow it down sometimes. So he came with us to this movie one day. And we were super late for this movie. We walked in like at least 20 minutes into the movie. <laughs> at least. <laughs> to this day, I still don't know what happened in the first part of that movie. And not only that, I don't even, I can care less about the movie. The movie that we saw, 
like I said, it's free movie Tuesday. You just go to the movies. So the movie that we saw was um, Mel Gibson's Edge of Darkness, which was fucking, it wasn't that good at all. But we got in the movie theater late, right? And we're sitting down and we're just being black as hell. There's, there's no other way to put it. We're being black as hell. We're late to the movie, one. And two, we're being loud as fuck in a movie theater right now. Loud as fuck in a movie theater. And this dude in front of me, in front of us, he turns around. He goes, excuse me, can you guys please shut the fuck up? He says it exactly like that. No bullshit. He said it just like that. He got loud. So we all were, we were taken aback like, what the fuck? So off rip, I'm like, you know what? After the movie theater, we need to do something about this nigga because this nigga is wildin', right? And she's like, word, we're doing the same thing. Like, like, like we, like she was like, yep, that's his ass type of thing. So after the movie, we, uh, you know, we run up on a guy and we're just like, yo, the fuck was that? That was super rude. You know what I mean? That was super rude. You could, you, there was other way. Don't get me wrong. We were, we were rude. We were rude. Don't get me wrong. We were rude. We came in there real ignorant, real black, real late. <laughs> I get it. But nigga, you could have handled that so many other ways. You feel me? You could have handled it so many other different ways. You didn't have to come around and yell like, 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 you know, you an asshole right now. What the fuck is wrong with you? So we run up on him and I'll never forget this. My ex, she had a Snapple bottle in her hand and she's going off on this nigga and i'm like what the fuck is happening because i was you know i'm angry i'm angry too don't get me wrong i'm mad too and then this nigga tried to like throw in things like you know i don't need you know i'm not, I, I don't have time for this you know i'm a marine you know you know been you know been in the service for six years type thing like he started talking that shit so in my head in my head my 18 year old my 19 year old self uh i was probably 19 20 in my 19 year old self 20 year old self head I'm thinking, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? He's a marine. I'ma get. I, he he he's not he knocking me the fuck out right now. And he had his wife with him too, which was like you know. So he's out here, you know what I mean? And he was chill. He was calm. Like he was calm. And that calmness kind of had me shook a little bit. I'm not even gonna front on you. That calmness is like, nah, nigga, you too calm. You just you too calm right now. And my and my ex is going off on this nigga. She had a she had a Snapple bottle in her hand, and she's like, "What if I take this bottle and I smash it up against your woman's face? Would you like that? That'd be fucked up, right?" And I'm like, "Yo, we should probably go now." Mind you, whole time this is happening, the homie AJ, this nigga, he made it clear that he didn't want no parts at all. This nigga is halfway to the car in the parking lot. He halfway to the car. He saw that shit going down. He was like, nope, nope, that's not me. I don't do that. And he just walked off. I walked out to the car and like, AJ, nigga, if something would have went down, where would you be at? Because it's only me here. This nigga's a Marine. If it's two of us, maybe we could do something. AJ a skinny nigga too. So I mean, no, but he also let it be known that he don't fight either at that, at you know, in that moment. Like, shit, I'm here with this girl who, don't get me wrong, she ready to go to war. But like, nigga, we can't go to war, man. What the, what? That shit was silly, bro. Free movie Tuesdays. Yeah, free movie Tuesday. That was, that was the biggest memory i remember from free movie tuesday we almost got fucked up and it was snowing 
It was snowing crazy, so like you know, I had to drive home in the snow and shit. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. She was. She was ready. She was. She was prepared to take a bottle and smash it up against the bitch's head, like most definitely. And I would have let her do it too. That's what's crazy. As I would have let her do it, and then I would have had to take an L from this nigga because I. I'm not like you know, he's a marine. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a hit him. I'm gonna get some hits in there, but oh, I'm taking an L for one hundred percent. I'm taking an L. <laughs> All right. So this is my favorite. This is the best Valentine's Day that I've ever that I've done that I've ever had. Um, this is the dopest thing I ever did for Valentine's Day. So the same ex. I mean, you know, we were together for five years. So just you know, we went you know damn near went through it all. The same ex. I I want to do something special for Valentine's Day. So I was trying to figure out what to do, what to do, what to do. You know, how you do it. And I figured out what to do. So I got her some flowers. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get my brother to sing to her. So I called up my brother. Because my brother, you know, salute to Jordan. Because he, uh, he's, he's a musical theater. That's what he does. He went to school for it. You know what I mean? Professional. Like real Professional. Like, professional. Like, if you a nigga that say things like, oh, I'm in a band, and, like, you know, I'm a professional singer, you not. You not. You ain't go to school for that, man. Like, you ain't go to school for that. My brother, on his worst day, eats you all out the water. Any of you niggas out here talking about, yeah, I'm a, I'm a professional. Yeah, you know, I sing. Yeah, all right. I hear you. I feel you. You ain't go to school for that, though. You don't know how that shit really work. Like, nah, nigga. My brother will out-sing you all day. So... I call this and this is this for me was when I realized how dope my brother really is at this shit. Like he really does this shit. I called him up in the morning. I was like, Jordan, I'm going, I'm going, you know, I'm going to uh I'm going to her school to go, you know, to go give her these flowers, to go surprise her on Valentine's Day, to go give her these flowers. You know, I got, you know, I probably got some chocolate for later. Um, give her some flowers, but I want you to sing to her. You know what I'm saying? I want you to sing to her. So he's like, Yeah, no problem. Like, I literally called him up in the morning. Like, he was just waking up out of bed type shit. He said, yeah, just give me, like, 15 minutes. And I gave him 15 minutes. I called him back. And, uh, you know, I go I go into the school. And I call, you know, I, call, you know, I tell the teacher, you know, could you go get her? And I go get her. And I bring her into the office. Um, you know, just, just, you know, just me and her. And, like, maybe there was a few other people in the office. And I said, Jordan. I said, Jordan, tell him. Tell him why. Tell him what you go to school for. And then my brother just bong, just starts singing. I told him to sing Tyrese, Sweet Lady. I said, just sing the first verse and the hook. And he bodied it. Bodied it, nigga. He killed it, my nigga. Like, what? What? Yo, tears flowing down the face. Like, just pure, like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe this is happening. And and also, mind you, I was fresh. I walked in there. I had on a tie. I had on my fly-ass pea coat. I was playing zero games. Like, I went in there, and I was ready. Like, I was ready. I went in there fly. I was prepared. But my brother showed out. Showed out. Showed out. 1030 in the morning, just singing his ass off. Just like, yeah, I do that. That's cool. So, professional, yeah, he a professional. 
I don't know what y'all niggas is doing, you know, out here singing in your bands and shit. And that's cool. That's straight. But like, yo, if you don't, if you don't do no, if you don't do no extra, if you don't take no classes for that, if you don't know how to really use your voice as an instrument, how can you be a professional, my nigga? Like how? How? Cause you sing in a band? So you sing in a band and that makes you a professional now, right? Nah, nigga. That's not how this work, bro. That's not how this work. My brother went to school for it. Like he went to school for that. So I think that's more professional if you ask me. But that's just me. I'm going to let y'all live in your little, you know, let you live in your, you know, you, you, you live in your head. That's cool. You a professional, you be a professional, my nigga. You be a professional. You do that. You go ahead and sing your best in that band. You do that. You feel me? But let me tell you, there's niggas out here who really do this. Like they really sing. They really go to school for it. They really studied it. They really know how to use their voice as an instrument. Uh, those niggas on their worst day out sing any of you all day, every day. And that's just fact. Period. So if you in a band and you not taking voice lessons for your voice, if you're the singer, if you're not taking any type of voice lessons for yourself, I'm telling you right now, you are not a professional. And that's as simple as that. You ain't shit, actually. You just a guy who can hold a note in a band. That's who you are. You a guy who can who can hit the right tune in the band. You not a professional because you in a band. Nah, nigga. You need to really work on your craft. That's your craft, right? Your voice is your instrument, right? Why would you not want to learn how to use your instrument the right way? Study it. Why would you want to do that? You don't want to do that? Nah, you just going to take that band thing and run with it? All right, then. You do that. Y'all do that. I'm cool. Salute to my brother. My brother's that good. And I, and, I, and I will say that all day, every day, to the day, till I'm blue in the face. My brother is dope, 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 dope. And my sister, too. My sister outdance any of you, any single one of y'all. My sister does this. Like, they do this. Like, it ain't no joke. Like, what? Ta. Anyway, that was my best Valentine's Day. And um, I hope you all have nice Valentine's Day, you know, next week and things. Uh, I won't be having no Valentine. So that's just how that goes. I don't have a Valentine at all. Um, who knows when I'll get a Valentine again? I don't know. But if you all got one, cool. I'm actually going to make a Valentine's Day playlist for you all this week, too. Um, I'm going to put it up on uh, Apple Music. And um, it's basically gonna be something that you could put on for you and your lady when you all when you know you're having your when you're having your Valentine's Day. I'm a, I'm gonna put in some. Uh, I'm gonna ease it in nicely. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna start you off. I'm gonna start you off nice, and then by 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 like the sixth seventh song, I'm gonna start throwing in those songs with that crazy in the end. You know that crazy innuendo, and 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 and, and get it popping for you. You feel me? Get it really popping for your Valentine's Day. So I got y'all. I got y'all this week on Valentine's Day. That's real. One more thing before I get out of here, though. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Phase on Love, you trash. Straight like that. Phase on Love was on uh, Breakfast Club this week, and he had the nerve to say that Dave Chappelle is not funny. I'm not sure what the fuck he's thinking I don't know what he's looking at, but 
to say Dave Chappelle is not funny, you sound like you hating and you sound angry. That's, you sound real bitter. He also had the nerve to say that white people made Dave Chappelle funny. So he said, he's basically saying niggas like us, we never liked Dave Chappelle. Now, I'm confused because if I recall, Martin Lawrence is the one that put Dave Chappelle on. When Martin had Def Comedy Jam, Martin brought Dave to Def Comedy Jam. And Dave was on Def Comedy Jam, I think, twice. And it's nothing but niggas at Def Comedy Jam shows. So what are you talking about there? I'm not sure what that was. You sound like, you once again, you hating. Then he had the nerve to say, that the Chappelle show wasn't funny. Nigga, what? He said the whole first season of Chappelle show wasn't funny. Chappelle show wasn't funny until the second season, he said, when Charlie Murphy started doing the whole, you know, E True Hollywood story thing. Now, let's get one thing straight. First things first. Chappelle show is my all-time favorite show, period. Period. It's my favorite show, period. Chappelle show is hilarious. The first season was gold. The second season was gold. The fuck are you talking about, Faison? There was no funny sketches in the first season. All right, so let's go through them. Let's go through them then. So the first episode of the Chappelle show had the black white supremacist. That shit was raw. That shit was hilarious. Yes, it was. First episode also had that sketch, um, you know, pop copy. That shit was hilarious. They had uh, the white family with the last name nigger. That shit is hilarious. You had um, you had the uh, you had the zap sketch when they, you know when they had when they had uh, the practical jokes going too far. That shit is hilarious. Um, you had the episode um, the sketch with the woman who had the big boobs and they and they jumped back in time um, to see how she was with a flat chest. That shit is hilarious. You had Mad Real World. That shit is hilarious. You had the episode when they gave black people back their reparations. That shit is hilarious. This is all first season, Faison. This is all first season. This ain't even second season shit. This is all first season shit. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? You sound dumb. You literally sound dumb. Faison Love, you, you, you are big worm. That's who you are. You had your couple's retreat movie. That was cool. But like... What else have you done, Faison? You had that whack-ass movie last year called Ripped. It was whack. It's not funny at all. It's lame. It was on Netflix. It was lame. Bud's House a few years ago, it was lame. Um, your stand-up is not good. So what are you talking about Dave's not funny or Dave don't have good stand-up? You stupid nigga. Dave is the greatest stand-up comedian of our generation. Dave, Chris Rock, and, 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 and Kevin Hart fuck is you talking about yo like what do you mean and i even throw cat williams in there too like you niggas is wildin phase on you bugging bro sorry i can't i can't rock with you no more after that big worm or not you sound dumb straight like that talking about charlie murphy was writing and blah, blah. nah nigga yeah charlie murphy wrote those sketches yeah he wrote those no man and then the haters ball haters ball uh the episode when they fucking jumped when they went back in time when the haters went back in time and they and they went you know the slave days and shit like get the fuck out of here bro you're wildin phase on love you're wildin b you hating 
Simple as that. You hating. You hating hard, too, and it shows because it's like, nigga, you've done nothing. You haven't done anything. You're not on Dave's level. You're never going to be on Dave's level either. Not with that hate in your, in your blood. Hell no. Not with that. Nah. Not happening, bruh. And another thing. The mother who walked off of camera when her son chose the school he was going to go to. Fuck you. Simple as that. You go, you go eat a dick for sure. And then you want to come back and then give him a hug. Nah, fuck you. Nah, this is not your time, mom. This ain't your time. This is my time. Not only that, your son's about to go to school on a full ride. He's going to school on a full ride to uh to Miami, to Florida. Oh, well, not, 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 not Miami. He's going to Florida. He's going on a full ride. And you, because he didn't pick the school that you wanted him to go to, you want to walk, you want to walk off? You want to walk off in front of, in, in front of everybody? Just walk off, the, just walk off the camera like you mad? What are you mad for? Now, this is what I want to, this is what I want to know. Mom, did you go to school? Because what the, like, what the fuck is ha- Like, what? Yo, and it makes me mad because this same mom, she gonna be the same one talking all that shit when her son get drafted to the NFL. She gonna be like, my son, blah, blah, blah. He's so great. He this and that. Fuck you, mom. Straight like that. You wildin'. You don't get, you don't get no love from me. Not, not acting like that. Nah, you can eat a dick. That was real rude what you did. And you made your son feel like shit. So like, nah. And then, and then for you to come back and then, like, try to embrace him and then be like, yes, I'm proud of... Nah, man, I don't want to hear anything you have to say now. You done. You done. I want to hear nothing you got to say because you literally walked off in the middle of everything. You just walked off. Nah, I don't give a shit about anything you got to say now. That was rude. That was super rude. Not only that, this is not about you. This ain't about you at all. This is about your son. This is about your son's future. This is about your son's education. Your son's about to go to school on a full ride to Florida to go play football. Full ride. And they're gonna take care of him in the school too. Then he's gonna and he's gonna get it and he's gonna get an education. And you mad that he didn't pick the school that you wanted him to go to? Fuck you. Fuck you. You eat a dick, mom. That shit is dumb. So that's it for this week. <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest at the end because that shit really made me mad. That mom really was rude. Like, what the fuck, yo? You just walked off like that? Rude. Rude. This is not about you. Fuck out of here. Anyway, that's that for this week. This was fun. As always, as always, as always, um, you know where to find me at this point. Um, find me on the Facebook, Suburban Dope. Like the page. Find me on Instagram at Suburban Dope and uh, follow me on the Twitter sub- at Suburban underscore Dope and like, comment, everything. And we're going to get even more interesting now because I've officially submitted the show to iTunes. So next week, you all will be listening to this on iTunes. And I can't wait because that's when that's when you all are finally going to start paying attention. I think that's how this that's how it's usually how it goes, you know. People don't pay attention when you, you know, when you just doing things like this. And I've been doing this shit now, shit going on, going on eight weeks. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, are you on, you know, are you on, are you on, are you on Apple? 
you know, you're on iTunes. I'd be like, nah, I'm on the SoundCloud. I'm not on there yet. And I'll be like, oh, I'll just listen to it. I'll just listen to it when you get on Apple. It's like, wow, you niggas really don't give a shit. Like y'all, y'all don't care. Y'all don't care when it, when 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 you in the when you in the trenches. When I'm in these trenches in this SoundCloud trying to get this shit off, y'all don't care. But you know what? You're gonna care now. You're gonna care now because I'm submitted on the Apple. And now when my show gets submitted, now you all gonna pay attention. So I'm looking forward to it because I think the listens are gonna go up. I think people are gonna start uh, engaging a little more and keep listening to the playlist that's why i put them up so i can you know engage with you all keep listening i love doing this i love 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 doing this i got a big i got big things in plan uh in uh in big things are coming and please pay attention because i'm really about to start moving like for real like like for real it's about to be it's about to be on like that so Pay attention. Again, this is great. I'll be back next week for another one because you know I love doing this shit. I got to come back. I got to, right? I have to. It's only right. And Black Panther's next week, so I'm probably going to have a whole episode about the Black Panther movie. Um, I think I'm going to call up the homie for that one. Um, Kevin, you probably listening to this. Kevin, I'm going to hit you up this week. We're going to talk about that because I want to I wanna do a whole Black Panther episode, period. It's it's necessary. Fuck you mean. It's Black History Month. Fuck you. <laughs> so, I'm Andrew Barrow. This is Suburban Dope. Peace.